0: What's up, guys? This is Sean Kanan, a.k.a. Karate's bad boy, Mike Barnes. Tune into Cobra Kai Companion. And if you don't, well, then I think you know. Your karate's a joke.
1: welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion and I am Peter and you guys season 5 has dropped it's uh it's amazing I love it and uh joining me it's it's been a minute well I mean I guess we've spoken on uh, Instagram live but Sean Kane and Karate's bad boy how you doing sir I'm good brother how are you I'm doing good I'm doing good um just just right off the bat what has the reception been like uh ever since the publicity picture of Mike Barnes in that fighting position. What's that been like for you?
0: Well, you know, there has been a lot of excitement about uh, Mike Barnes' return for a while now. You know, I filmed Cobra Kai season five in September uh, of last year. And so for a year, I've had to sit on this and not say anything. And, you know, I get asked all the time if I'm going to be a part of it. First of all, it's just like such a relief to finally be able to say, yes, I'm in it. the reception so far has been really, really positive. Um, it, it was really important to me that, you know, I was able to bring something to the fans that was going to be a little out of the box. That was going to be, um, you know, an evolution from sort of the unidimensional character that we saw Mike Barnes in the karate kid three, you know, a more, um, Uh, multifaceted, more colors, more evolved uh, portrayal of this guy now 33, 34 years down the line.
1: It, it was um, definitely a welcomed uh, return of the uh, of the character. And so that's a little tease there. So before we get into more of Mike Barnes and Cobra Kai, you mentioned 2021. That seemed to be a pretty busy year for you. Uh, Ooh, d- yeah. De- 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 Deacon Sharp returns. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, but also Studio City of uh, season two, I believe, came out last year.
0: Yeah, you know, 2021 was just an extraordinary year for me. I mean, we were still involved in the pandemic. And if anyone had told me that I was going to have the year that I had in 2021, I would have said from your lips to God's ears. I mean, the, the year started with me going to Puerto Rico to film, um, uh, a film with Bruce Willis, uh, called survive the game. And I came back to Los Angeles and got a call to return to Puerto Rico and film another film with Bruce Willis called the fortress. So I went back and filmed that and I was like, if nothing else happens, This year that would be extraordinary, and that was really just the beginning. Um, I starred in a lifetime movie. Um, I uh I wound up uh going back to Bold and the Beautiful and reprising my role as Deacon Sharp, and I filmed Cobra Kai, which was just uh such a fantastic experience. So, what a year!
1: Yeah, it it sounds like it. Are those um karate uh uh. Trophies behind you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Those are uh, Emmy trophies behind me.
1: (laughs) I'm being facetious for those that were wondering. I I definitely wanted you to to speak on that. Congratulations! Thank you for for those.
0: Very exciting. Yeah, um, those are uh, for Studio City. Uh, For those people that haven't seen it, uh, it it's on Amazon Prime and uh yeah we uh we got nominated for 16 and won three it was very exciting and uh you know like i said 2021 was just a, a dream come true
1: now the uh, the action figure the mike barnes action figure this is something that did you get this uh in the mail or did you get this at a con did somebody hand it to you no
0: i got that in the mail i think the guy's name made it is christian Berger. i want to say uh and i believe he's in germany and he is just an unbelievably uh, talented artist. He's done uh, not only a lot of the uh, Karate Kid Universe characters, but he's done all sorts of other uh, movie stars. And just the level of detail and everything is is fantastic.
1: It's pretty good. And uh, I'm trying to, um, I mean, you can make out the gi for sure. So uh, uh, let's take a look at that here. For those that are listening at home, you got to check out the the, the video. Yeah,
0: Look at yeah. that, the Barnes face and everything. So yeah. Really pretty
1: cool articulation too, the, the wrists and and all of that. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. Give
0: me half an hour to put it back. Right.
1: You you should get a Daniel one. So that way you could just have them play fight. You know, there's accounts that do that, you know, where they uh, have to do like the stop motion, um, action figure fighting. Yeah. Right. So maybe we'll, uh, so Deacon Sharp, how, how did that come about? Yeah. You, um, I believe it's been what, four or five years since you uh, returned? Yes.
0: Deacon was languishing in prison. Um, uh, you know, it's a role that I started playing in I think 2000 or 2001 and I've been often on the show, uh, more times than I can count. And every time that I've come back, it's been fantastic. Um, I, I absolutely love working on the bold and beautiful, which is on CBS. And, um, Uh, you know, this time around, uh, I've got some really fun stuff going on for people that are fans of the show. They're watching me have uh, a very unlikely relationship with uh, Sheila Carter's character, who is um, crazy and uh, is is on the run from the law, having cut off one of her toes to simulate that she was mauled to death by a bear and the toe was the only thing that was left. And she winds up seducing me wearing this prosthetic mask so i don't know that it's her and i wake up in bed with her and i'm looking down and i notice her feet and i'm i'm hearing you know somebody talking about the toe being missing i'm like no way and as i do that she pulls off her mask and says mama's back
1: that's a that's a line that's a hell of a line (laughs) mama's back um and so what what has been the the deacon fans how, how have they been have they uh been uh, the reception of the return of the character has been well i imagine
0: yeah it's been it's been really great um and it's been a lot of fun too um i got a chance to do uh some martial arts on the show which was great i had an epic fight that you just do not see in daytime television um between another character rich forrester and um you know it's interesting uh I, I I'm wondering if we're gonna be able to get some crossover Cobra Kai fans to watch bold the beautiful and some bold the beautiful fans to watch Cobra Kai
1: I mean we have Angie you know shout out to Angie <laughs> so, right we yeah love it. yeah I that, that's the thing I um I, I love about speaking with everybody I try uh, I I find out who are the super fans of each of the actors right. are you know you're and then that's where we find like old pictures of, of, of you, you know, uh, screenshots are saved from, from before. So it's always nice to kind of see what people have, you know, uh, in their, uh, I don't know, their, their old folder here. Um, let's talk about like some of the con appearances that, that you've been making. Like uh, how has that been like and has there been any crazy stories?
0: there uh, have there been any crazy stories? And uh, No, no crazy stories that I can really think of. I, I love doing the cons because it's, it's just a great opportunity to meet, uh, fans of both the Karate Kid Cobra Kai universe and, uh, Bold and Beautiful and General Hospital, which I was on for a long time. And, you know, almost 99.9% of them are fantastic people. Um, and, uh, you know, for a long time, I was doing these cons. I couldn't say that I was in Cobra Kai. And I mean, everybody I was going to get a T-shirt made that just said, please just don't ask. And now that I can actually say it, uh, it's great. And I'm looking forward to doing um, uh, my next con, which will be the first one where people will have actually have seen me uh, on Cobra Kai.
1: you have a, a favorite spot that you, you like to um, frequent uh, in, in terms of just revisiting the city?
0: Um, well, you know, I did, I did terrific con in, uh, Connecticut again this year. That's, that's a fantastic, uh, uh, con. Um, I think I'm going to be going to Dubai, which is going to be really exciting. Um, so, you know, that's one of the great things about doing these. You really get to travel all over the country and sometimes out of the country. I went to Liverpool, England, and, uh, it's, it's amazing to be able to go on these trips, and uh interact with all the fans and um you know it's 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 one of the really nice perks of what i do
1: I've i've heard of that i think tom cruise likes to go um skyscraper uh climbing over in <laughs> dubai yeah
0: i think i'm gonna leave that to him
1: okay fair enough uh okay and and you know, we, we're going to bring this back up at the uh, at the end here um, for more details for those that are interested. But your book, Way of the Cobra, you did yeah, join me um, on the Instagram account a few months ago, briefly talked about it. Can you talk about the uh, the idea of this particular book?
0: Yeah, well, listen, first of all, I want to thank everybody who's already purchased a copy of the book. Uh, it's been an enormous success. We've gone into our third printing now. Um, The book is a motivational self-help book. It's set up with the structure that I'm the sensei. You're a student in my dojo. Uh, COBRA is an acronym formed from the words character, optimization, balance, respect, and abundance. And these are the tactics and strategies and the philosophy that I've used in my life to achieve uh, a lot of my success and to overcome some pretty significant challenges uh, that I've faced in my life. And, uh, you know, I wanted to pass them on. And, you know, I hear from people all over the world every day that they're experiencing uh, just profound paradigm shifts in their life, in, in smashing their obstacles and achieving their goals. And it's a real fun read, some great information. and It's a great time to get the book too, because the sequel to Way of the Cobra, which is called Way of the Cobra, Welcome to the Kumite, will be coming out next month. OK, so if you want to get a chance to get Way of the Cobra uh, autograph, you can go to Waythecobra.com or you can pick it up on Amazon or Kindle and you'll be able to get the sequel uh, probably in about six weeks.
1: I like that title. That's a good title. Yeah. Um, now, you've had uh, a lot of um, relationships with those that have been part of the, the Karate Kid universe. Uh, you did some extensive training uh, with their der, der- Vidal. Uh, some mm-hmm. time ago, can you talk about? Uh, I or, or maybe you can't talk. There was that for something specific that that, that training you were doing.
0: Well, Daryl is a uh, a grandmaster um, in Kempo Karate, and he also is uh, a master at Filipino stick and knife fighting. And he was generous enough to uh, take some time and train me privately, and that was extraordinary. Uh, Daryl's a dear friend of mine, and also wrote the foreword to Way the Cobra.
1: That's right. And uh, I don't know the extent of your relationship with Yuji, but there is that fantastic picture of you visiting Kona Uh, Kitchen back in Seattle some time ago.
0: I love Yuji. He is a fantastic guy. He literally kick ass in season five, right? Just fantastic. And, uh, you know, we we got to spend a lot of time together in Atlanta um, while I was down there and uh really got to um you know kind of uh enhance our relationship together, and so I'm so excited for all the the success that Yuji's been um uh you know the accolades that he's been receiving because they are so well deserved and it could not happen to a nicer guy,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely um in season in season four, we saw the return of uh, Terry silver um i I, I don't know. Part, part of my my phone ringing here, um, I I don't know when you were approached to return as Mike Barnes, obviously, but when you, I, I don't know if you could think back to the first time you heard Terry Silver was returning. Did you have the thought of like, well, if Terry Silver returns, like Mike Barnes has to come back, right? Like, was
0: well, I mean, I you know, I, I definitely realized that when they were starting to tap people from Karate Kid Three. My my hope was that you know I was certainly going to be one of them um but you know it was a it was a long wait uh to season five but it was well worth it
1: yeah absolutely i still remember like a a tweet exchange uh between you and billy on uh, twitter where he comments about the i I forgot what he actually said but you you said well you got a kick to the face like i i got beat by kata or 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 something (laughs) like that it was It's pretty, pretty hilarious. Um, Yeah, I I think we've been waiting for that return. But uh, can you talk about how you were approached uh, to be uh, returned um, uh, in this role?
0: Well, you know, the big three knew that I wanted to be a part of the summit that gets any secret. Uh, And I don't remember exactly when it was. I think probably in June of last year, um, we we had a, a Zoom call. And it was so gracious of them because you know, having the creator, producer writers of a monstrously successful show um, be willing to talk to an actor, uh, uh, you know, about their input is not usual. You know, usually, you know, they say, this is what you're doing and you're real happy to get it. And, you know, they were wonderful and uh, had this zoom conversation with me. And, you know, I said, look, guys, obviously, I completely put myself in your capable hands. I said, you know, the only thing I asked was, I just didn't want Barnes to be this one dimensional sort of thug that he was when he was 17. And, and they assured me that that wasn't the case. And, um, you know, to their credit, it was it was absolutely, um, you know, accurate that I think he's a much more defined and colorful character than we originally saw him as. And, You know, I tried to do my best to infuse some uh, humor into the performance uh, because I think Cobra Kai, one of its strongest assets is the fact that it's funny in a lot of places. And I I certainly, you know, as a guy that's done stand up and loves comedy, I I wanted to make sure that I I got my uh, my moments in there, too.
1: That's right. I forgot that you did stand up at mm-hmm. the uh, Hollywood something. Um, well, I've done I've done it in, you know
0: clubs all over the country. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. The comedy store, the Improv, the Laugh Factory.
1: Laugh Factory. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, you you mentioned the comedy. There's there's one moment that uh, I I laugh every time I see it. It, it. It's when chosen. You know, he's just like uh, uh, you know, sitting on that couch and I just discount it. and it's like, oh, how much. Oh, it was twelve hundred. But for you, two thousand. Like the, the the look and that, that <laughs> delivery, it, it's it's pretty, It's gold. It's it's quite gold.
0: Yeah, we yeah. had a lot. Of, we had a lot of fun doing that.
1: Now, you said that uh, they already kind of had uh, you know this idea of Mike Barnes. Did you have any other input at, uh, uh, other than you know just adding some, some of that comedy to the character?
0: Well, I just wanted them to know that you know I've kept up with my martial arts over the years, and that I was you know certainly. Uh, Capable of within reason um, you know doing whatever martial arts would be required and um, no I think I think that's about it I mean you know you know who am I to tell these guys that have created this this monster success how to do their jobs I I, I knew they were going to come up with something out of the box interesting and not really what anyone expected and you know I've had a lot of fun over the year of watching a lot of the podcasts where people speculated on Mike's return. Is he Tori's father? Is he Miguel's father? Does he go to work for uh, uh, silver? Blah, 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 blah. And I, th- I think that you could probably concur that, you know, w- what we see of Mike Barnes isn't really what a lot of people thought maybe was going to be the story.
1: Uh, no, I, I I do like that. Like you, um, you know, I, I... It's a story that I, I've heard before. It's like, you know, I've taken these lethal weapons and actually put them to good use. So wow. I do like that that story. Like uh his father-in-law or future father-in-law, you know, taught him, like, there are other ways, like, um that there are other purposes that you, you can have uh, sure. other than just fighting people and, you know, um, putting people in the hospital and stuff like that. Um Now what about uh the the phone call that you're making to uh, uh a young woman by the name of michelle was that already in uh, on paper or did you I, gosh i don't i don't remember
0: i, I if they put that in there as kind of a little a wink and nod or um i don't remember who came up with that i do remember that um um the part about the line where i said you know for me to do my best for you you know that was that was that was kind of a I asked if that'd be okay if I said that. They they graciously, uh, you know, said yes. And so I thought that was a, a fun little um, callback to, you know, Mike talking to Terry.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely it was. Uh, you you talked about um, playing Colors. And, um, you know, there was a clip that I shared of Robert Mark Kamen talking about uh, you in the, re- uh, the return of Mike Barnes. Uh, mm. What was it like hearing him say those things about, your return
0: well it was interesting because you know in the in the beginning you know he said that he really did not want mike barnes to come back and i was like wow i didn't realize that he disliked my performance so much but later and and then he was of course very complimentary on what i did uh, cobra kai season five but after talking to robert you know he explained to me he said listen you know it wasn't you it was the fact that i really hard to have a redemptive moment for Mike Barnes in Karate Kid 3. He didn't feel that a 17-year-old kid should be completely written off with no, um, you know, glimpse into the possibility of him turning his life around. You know, Johnny, of course, has that wonderful moment at the end where he raises LaRusso's hand, and what's he say? You're okay, LaRusso, or something like that. And uh, so I guess Robert and the director, John Abelson, um, had a, a real difference of opinion about that. And ultimately John uh, won out. Um, and I, I think that probably, you know, Robert was thinking of me as this, you know, 21 year old, very green actor who played Mike Barnes. And, you know, I, I, what, what I bring to the table now as a, you know, a 55 year old man who has now been acting for, you know, 35 years, is you know the my skill set has expanded you know dramatically and he was very complimentary and and noted that and it meant the world to me because you know he's he's the man I and mean, he's first of all he's a black belt second of all he's the creator of the entire universe and you know to have his seal of approval was just incredible
1: yeah well i i did see like one person kind of say um you can't can kind of commented on like oh he's saying this about the acting i never took it that way when he said that i i because um i have spoken with robert before and he he talked about how he how he even became the writer of part three like he didn't want to do it and they're saying please 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 you have you know you can write the voice of miyagi better than anybody and so he did I, i i just assumed that he didn't want the character to return because he didn't love the third movie that was it i didn't think it had anything to do with your acting so oh. that's just my two cents.
0: I, I don't think it did either. But, you know, yeah. uh, I, I still I'm, I'm extremely appreciative of the, the kind words that he he you know, said on my behalf. Yeah.
1: yeah well, you mentioned that, uh, you know, obviously you uh, kept up in martial arts. Not only that, you're in great physical shape. I mean, um, I saw I saw the picture. We all saw that picture of Mike Barnes before seeing him in season five. So we didn't know what was going on. You look yoked. Right, uh, you know, Frank Helmer might might have made the suit a little too small, but but your muscles were <laughs> definitely protruding. Yeah. Can you talk about the, uh, the 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 fight sequence between Barnes and Chosen, and uh, if if you found any challenges in that? Again, you've kept up, so uh, I am. You know, I,
0: I didn't find any challenges for me physically. I think the greatest challenge was just the time that we had to do it. It would have been you know, wonderful in a perfect world if we had more time to do it. But, you know, television moves very quickly. Um, You know, there were some challenges with me getting kicked onto the table and the table breaking and everything. I mean, you know, there were a lot of moving parts and we didn't get to do it many, many times. Um, But I was pretty happy with how it came out. And uh, I even think there was, you know, there there were some moments in it that were were almost reminiscent of old um, traditional Hong Kong uh, kung fu martial arts movies you know where Chosen and i have that quick look to each other and then get back into the fight and uh I, I like the fact that that parts of it had a comedic aspect to it um and you know I, I liked the fact that we don't see mike barnes doing anything physical or martial arts up to that point and you're wondering hey wh- what's going to happen here the guy just got kicked through a table and got his legs stomped on um you know is he going to be able to get up and uh you know dust himself off and get in the fight and of course You know, Mike doesn't disappoint.
1: Oh, no, he doesn't. I mean, the the fact that he's married now, um, obviously there's a huge gap between the third movie and season five of Cobra Kai. We don't know what's been going on. I would imagine he at least continued karate because if he felt himself to be a failure after the events of part three, That's the only thing that can fill his void, right? His love of karate, you know, so he continues to do that. Well, I
0: I think obviously his marriage filled the void too, though. I think, you know, the the marriage and the fact that, you know, he turned his life around and became a business owner. And you can see that he genuinely loves, which he's just, he's not a guy just selling Ikea furniture. Like he has these pieces where he talks about, you know, making them himself and, you know, touching the wood. uh, So, and his face lights up, you can see he's impassioned. So I I certainly think there were other things that he has found in his life to help fill that void. But I would also say that he probably did keep up with his martial arts and, you know, maybe he's a little bit rusty, but um, you know, in comparison to Johnny and chosen, but I I think all things considered, um, you know, Mike still proved himself to be a very formidable fighter because, you know, chosen is a, is a, is a, you know, tremendous martial artist who has knowledge of, you know, the, the secret, uh, side of um, Miyagi-Do and all of that sort of stuff. And, and, you know, Mike still held his own.
1: Absolutely. Do, do you think uh, when he was just kind of, you know, a furniture mover at the uh, father-in-law store, do you think he was like pounding sycamore wood in the back shop, you know? Or... Oh, yeah, I think yeah. so.
0: <laughs> I think the father-in-law was the father was probably like, Mike, can you stop breaking the wood? Damn it, we're making furniture here.
1: Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that finale. So I did not see it coming that Mike Barnes would have stolen the uh what was some sort of like stretch the truck, Re- the or, Rembrandt. Yeah, well, what, what, well the, the Rembrandt too. That's also hilarious. I mean, get yours, right? If, if you can, yeah, I mean, I take I whatever burned, you can.
0: You burned my furniture store down. Screw him. I'm taking didn't the Rembrandt
1: that either. Thank you for, for for reminding me. So, um were you? It, was that a real burning building? I mean, I guess no were you actually there?
0: No, I, I wasn't there for that.
1: Okay so, yeah so 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 you actually had to react to something though. you so know what they,
0: you know, you know what they do is they 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 bring this thing out that looks kind of like a very long rectangular trough that you would probably grow some kind of um, flowers or vegetables in. If you think of yeah. it that way, it's probably like about six feet and it's got a uh, tube running through it. W- were propane or w- whatever gas comes out, and they light it on the fire. So, because they wanted to shoot through the flames. So, you know, I did have something to look at, but yeah, no, I was not looking at a burning building.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, that's uh, I, I guess though when I was watching my my initial watch, you know, it was at night, everyone's sleeping, so I had it kind of low, so I didn't hear the crackling, you know, of the, uh, of the fire. So as Mike Barnes is exiting his car. I'm like, what, 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 is he, what is he looking at? You What's know. Going so on? I, I didn't. Yeah. So that, that that was yeah, that was quite interesting to see. Um, the kidnapping Lawrence Larusso and Um I, I'm assuming you didn't drive the entire time. Only when you guys first pulled up, right in the, yeah. in the forest. Reggie's uh, can, red,
0: ride or die, right?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can you talk about filming that sequence um, with the that the sequence limo? was just an
0: extraordinarily fun sequence. Um, It's the first time that Mike Barnes has ever met Johnny Lawrence. And, you know, uh, it's also the first time we're seeing, we're seeing now that Barnes has lost everything and he's like a cornered animal and a cornered animal is very dangerous. He's got nothing to lose. And, um, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun to have that little, skirmish with johnny but very quickly you almost see like where johnny goes the bad boy's right and 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 very quickly you see barnes and lawrence sort of almost forming this this mutual respect for each other which of course culminates in you know barnes coming in to sort of help save the day at the very end uh uh when lawrence is fighting when johnny's fighting and um you know by the time uh uh barnes is getting out of the limo and helping um chosen chosen's calling him mike son which is of course a term of respect and you know i i think it sets it up really nicely for season six that mike is a part of the team you know he's kind of team daniel team chosen and team johnny and uh you know he's probably thinking to himself how the hell did i get involved in this and you know what i got nothing else to do i got this rembrandt and i I lost my wife and I I got these three new maybe buddies so let's see where it goes.
1: Well hopefully he gets her uh gets her back after the yeah. events of season 5. Um yeah that that that, that team up was uh, uh quite something you know everyone's already speculating like oh all of the russos bad guys but I still didn't really quite know exactly where it's going and I think this is kind of like kudos to Bob Dearden who wrote that finale where um like it it still had me like Just kind of guessing where where are we going with this? Because Barnes grabs Larusso and basically, you know, I'm paraphrasing here. He basically is like, "Everything was fine until you came back into my life." Like, yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, he's gonna kick Daniel's ass because that's it's Daniel's fault if he never walked, if he never tailed him that day to the furniture store."
0: That was, you know, that was that was a really important moment for me as as an actor and for the character because we have to see that mike's not just angry it's vulnerable you know he's he's lost his his wife he's lost his store and it's less about being angry with daniel it's about venting and and you know um very quickly he realizes that it wasn't daniel's fault and then he gets into let's let's get into the solution here which is it's cutting the head off the snake let's go you know, let's go kick that ponytail bastard's ass. So uh, um, I, I really wanted to make sure that I wasn't just playing the anger aspect, but I was getting these guys to see that, you know, uh, this guy has nothing to lose and he's lost everything and he's vulnerable and he's hurt and he's, he's not just sort of a, a, a violent, guy like we saw in the movies he's a a guy that loved somebody and lost her and loved doing something with his furniture store and lost it and you know i I think at least you kind of feel for barnes at that point
1: absolutely uh because he previously he already mentioned that like you know late father-in-law you know it's like well what was his store you know so no father-in-law no wife, no store. Like that's his entire livelihood. So uh, e- even in a drunken state, like 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 Lawrence and Takuchi, they agree. Even Takuchi yeah, like, yeah. I know Silver's address. <laughs> you know, know, right? It's, it's no time.
0: It's so great that Yuji uh, has such uh, uh, like I always knew that Billy was funny. You know, Billy's very funny in real life. But, I, I you know, Yuji's a little more reserved and quiet. And God, he's so funny in this. And uh, it's just great to watch him, you know, doing stuff, That at least for me uh, as a fan, because, of course, you know, I, I bought a ticket to go see the Karate Kid too. I was a fan. I thought Chosen was a badass. And, you know, seeing him, again, play these different colors, these different facets of, um, you know, Chosen um, 30, 40 30 years down the road as a guy that's got a real sense of humor, a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I see some kind of some glimpses of uh, Mr. Miyagi, you know, in some of his, you know, his his, uh, uh, comedic deliveries. Absolutely. Uh, Now, the the, kind of the the last um, sequence here at Silver's house. Uh, What do you remember filming that day?
0: Well, I remember everything. Uh, (laughs) uh, I remember that the house was stunning. That house, even what you saw on camera did not even do it justice to how cool that house was. Um, uh, I, it was, it was great because that's, you know, that's the first time that, uh, Barnes has presumably seen Terry silver, silver in decades. Um, I, I, you know, asked the guys if I could add that one line where I say, Terry, I'm not a 17 year old kid anymore. And they, again, graciously, uh, let me work that in there. And, um, you know, it was uh, it was a scene that was f- fun in the sense that you know you got three guys that are kind of buzzed breaking into somebody's house and it it, it it yeah they're going over to kick his ass but there's also sort of like a like a hijinks quality to it like it's all fun and games until it's not and then it becomes deadly real and um, you know we see all of um, Terry Silver's senses. And, uh, you know, I, I love the fact that I was able to say, you know, after I'm done with this guy, you're next Terry. And of course that didn't happen, but, um, um, you know, Mike did regain consciousness to uh, rejoin the fight at some point. So, uh, it, it, it was a lot. Yet.
1: It didn't happen yet. We don't know. Yeah. We don't, we don't know what the future holds. It didn't yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the, it, again, it was, it was a nice welcome return. Um, a lot of, a lot of colors, you know, when, when we hear colors, it's like, OK, well, what does he mean by that? Because that's so broad. And I think that's the idea is is, is broad strokes of, of what we didn't really quite see um, from from him as a as a teenager. So, uh, yeah. And I think one of the most one of the most
0: important things that we, we haven't talked about is the moment where Mike apologizes to Daniel. Right. You know, I, yeah. that was really a really important moment in, in demonstrating the growth of this guy and i i know probably a lot of people are like ah we're just going to get this redemption story for mike barnes and he's just going to turn out to be this nice guy and then of course we see that once mike loses everything that you know the switch gets flipped and that he is very capable of drawing upon um you know the kind of inner beast to uh to bring it when he has to and that while he he may have become a better guy and a nicer guy. um, When push comes to shove, he can still be a dangerous guy.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like um, I think that very moment right there. And thank you for bringing that up. It's like, just imagine. I mean, obviously we probably wouldn't even have five scenes of Cobra Kai, but imagine if Johnny and Daniel did did that in season one. Hey man, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You you know, you gotta just, you gotta let it burn and burn and burn before the powder keg explodes, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, know, you can't give it all away at once. You've got to draw out these relationships. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, in, in this case, you do see Mike apologizing in the beginning, which is kind of antithetical to what I said. But also what it does, though, is open up the possibility of those guys actually having a friendship at some point. Um, you Absolutely. know, we've seen that Daniel, you know, we chose to try to kill him. So I mean, if those two could become friends, I think Mike's got a shot.
1: No, I i think so. I i really love the literal play fighting too. It's like, well, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, ever yeah. want to rematch? And yeah. I, I I love that whole point right there because the unexpected, chosen out of nowhere. That's it, it was it was. Uh, my, I love that episode. I I think that was written by Matea Green. So, um, yes, you know, shout out to her. Yeah, it's, um, episode three is definitely like quickly becoming one of my favorite episodes to rewatch just because because of the the comedy aspect barnes returns and just the way it ends too like if you were already starting to go like you know what barnes is actually a nice guy and then to see him fall to his knees the way he does at the end of that episode it's truly heartbreaking so um yeah sean uh so as we uh, get ready to wrap up uh if if there's anything that you'd like to promote
0: I do have a, I do have a sci-fi film coming up that we just did a panel at the uh, uh, San Diego Comic-Con. It's called Colonials. And I have always wanted to do uh, a sci-fi film and uh, it looks terrific. You can check out the um, extended trailer on YouTube. Uh, It's colonials.com, I believe. Um, So that's, that's something that's really exciting for me. And as I said, um, next month, the sequel, the way the Cobra is going to be coming out, but more, more than promoting anything, you know, cause I, I do that all the time. I sincerely want to thank you for being such a champion of uh, the, the Cobra Kai karate kid world. Um, you know, for the tremendous um, kindness that you've shown me and support and for all the fans, you know, you, you guys and girls out there, I cannot thank you enough for uh, being so supportive of mike barnes return it means the world to me and uh, i i really hope that you uh you enjoy what you see
1: i know i do um and you know we'll have the description for uh or oh, check the descriptions rather for that link colonials i'm gonna look for that link and and put it in there for uh e- easier access for everyone and um you know the, the links to your book and all that uh so yeah all, all the um uh, contact information for 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 Sean will be in the descriptions. Uh, you're on Cameo. There's a, there's a new thing too, and you're the first person I saw do this. Uh, Instagram oh, yeah. has some sort of subscription.
0: Yeah, well, there's a, there's there's new feature on Instagram where you can subscribe. Uh, to my profile and you're going to get, uh, all sorts of VIP content. That's only going to be accessible to my subscribers. Um, once a day, I'm going to be, uh, joining a chat, which is only available to subscribers and you're going to get special discounts on merch. Uh, so it's a pretty good deal. And, uh, a lot of people have been joining and I am going to be doing, um, an Instagram live, uh, an Instagram live tomorrow. No, today forget the 12th yeah I'm going to do it on the I'm going to be doing it on the uh, 10th yeah so it's going to be uh on the 10th at uh 12 o'clock pacific time only available for my uh subscribers and um yeah please join and we're gonna have a lot of fun together
1: I don't know where you find the time to do all this stuff Sean I do a lot of methamphetamine uh Uh, apparently (laughs) that's what my uh, Mike Barnes was on in that that, the 10th episode (laughs) <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully, you guys follow Sean on all the social medias to get all the the latest content, uh, movies, television shows, con appearances. Specifically, you guys want to get that that Mike Barnes autograph, and I'm sure all the books. You know the, uh you got the uh, the sequel coming out next month. He says, and um, Sean, I want to see if you come out with that T-shirt. Well, you can ask me now you know like instead of don't ask me you could ask me now (laughs)
0: okay (laughs) yeah you could ask me now right yeah
1: right yeah yeah all right everyone thanks for tuning in see you guys next time take care
0: Ain't you done enough, princess?